0: Issue review, Fiscal Services Division, January 5, 2017. Property Tax System Modifications, Senate File 295. Issue, Senate File 295, State and Local Taxation of Property and Income Act of 2013, made significant changes to the way the state of Iowa taxes various classes of real property. The act also provided for state general fund appropriations to reimburse local governments for a significant portion of the revenue reductions dictated by the act's modifications. To the property tax system. This issue review explores the financial implications of the Act for taxpayers, local governments, and the state general fund. Affected entities, local government revenue, and state general fund appropriations. Property tax provisions of the Act. Senate File 295 contained the following five significant property tax system modifications the property classifications of agricultural, residential, commercial, industrial, telecommunications, and railroad were all directly impacted by one or more provisions of the Act. All classes of taxed property within the state were also affected by the Act's potential impact on property tax rates. Business Property Tax Credit The Act created a new Business Property Tax Credit, BPTC, for property classified as commercial, industrial, or railroad C-I-Rail, The new BPTC was designed to pay a portion of the property tax due on a property up to a limited amount of property value. As designed, the BPTC is more beneficial to lower value properties as a percent of property taxes due. All other factors being equal, the new property tax credit is also more beneficial to properties in areas with higher property tax rates. Property owners are required to initially apply to the county for the BPTC. As long as the ownership or property classification of the property does not change, further annual applications are not required. The BPTC is calculated on a property, quote, unit basis where contiguous properties with the same use and similar ownership, are regarded as one unit and eligible for one credit. Properties that qualify under a new multi-residential classification are not eligible for BPTC. As a property tax credit, the BP TC benefits the property owner by reducing the property owner's property tax bill. This reduction in taxpayer payments reduces property tax revenue to local governments. However, the property tax system and the local governments that rely on the tax revenue are reimbursed 100% of such reduction through an appropriation from the state general fund so the BPTC does not reduce overall local government revenue. The maximum amount of a property unit's value that is eligible for the BPTC is set each year by the Department of Revenue and this maximum depends on the amount of money available for the BPTC, the number and value of properties that qualify and the property tax rate for each of the qualified properties. A detailed explanation of the BPTC calculated is presented in the appendix. The new BPTC has reduced property taxes owed statewide on C-I-Rail property by the following amounts. Fiscal year 2015, $49 million. Fiscal year 2016, $99.5 million. Fiscal year 2017 and after, $123.9 million. Fiscal year 2017, fiscal impact on the BPTC. The $123.9 million BPTC property tax reduction equaled 8.8% of the taxes owed on all C slash I slash rail. Tax reduction by impacted property class, commercial $112.4 million tax reduction, industrial $11 million tax reduction, and railroad 0.5 million tax reduction. School and non-school local governments, no revenue impact, and state general fund $125 million appropriation fund to the BPTC. Beyond fiscal year 2017, the tax reduction for C-I-Rail Property will equal $125 million per year, and the annual state general fund appropriation will equal $125 million. Commercial, industrial, and railroad property rollback to 90%. Iowa law provides a mechanism that keeps the total statewide taxable value of most classes of property from increasing due to the revaluation of existing property more than a specified percentage from one tax year to the next. The application of this taxable value limitation is known as a rollback. A rollback is a percentage of the assessed value of a class of property that is subject to property tax. A rollback of 60% for a class of property means that every property within that class will have a taxable value equal to 60% of its assessed value for the applicable tax year. Prior to passage of Senate File 295, the revaluation growth limit for commercial and industrial property, calculated separately, was 4% per year, and railroad property was assigned a rollback equal to that of commercial or industrial, whichever was lowest. Due to a lack of revaluation growth, commercial commercial, and industrial property had not benefited from a rollback percentage lower than 92.2% since the early 1980s and for most assessment years the rollback for the three property classifications was 100%. Senate File 295 ended the 4% growth limit restriction for C slash I slash rail property and replaced it with a set rollback percentage equal to 95% for assessment year 2013 and 90% for assessment year 2014 and after. The direct impact of this change lowered the tax value and the property taxes owed on a property classified SC I Rail by 5% for assessment year AY 2013, fiscal year 2015, and 10% for AY 2014 and after. To compensate local governments, schools, counties, cities, community colleges, etc., for the revenue reduction associated with the rollback, the Act created a standard unlimited appropriation from the State General Fund for fiscal year 2015 through fiscal year 2017 and a standing limited appropriation for fiscal year 2018 and after. The fiscal year 2015 through fiscal year 2017 appropriation reimbursed the full commercial and industrial property tax reduction for all local governments. The fiscal year 2018 and onward appropriations are limited to no more than the fiscal year 2017 appropriation amount. If future year commercial and industrial property tax revenue reductions statewide exceed the fiscal year 2017 appropriated amount, the reimbursements to local governments will be less than 100% and all reimbursements will be prorated to match the reimbursement funds available. In all instances, the state reimbursement payment does not include any revenue reduction associated with the railroad property rollback. For fiscal year 2015 and fiscal year 2016, the reimbursement included property tax reductions associated with properties falling under the new multi-residential classification. For fiscal year 2017 onward, the multi-residential property tax reduction is not reimbursed by the state general fund. Fiscal year 2017 fiscal impact of the C slash I slash rail robot. Across the three classes, the tax reduction totaled $157.6 million, 10% of the taxes owed on all C Slash /i/rail slash property. The tax reduction by impacted property class is estimated to be commercial $125 million tax reduction, industrial $27.2 million tax reduction, and railroad $5.3 million tax reduction. Non-school local governments a $2.8 million reduction in property tax revenue due to the unreimbursed reduction in railroad property value. Schools. The impact on school district finance is discussed in a separate section later in this document. State General Fund, $152.2 million appropriation. To fund property tax replacement payments to local governments. And state general fund $1 million increase in the school aid appropriation due to the unreimbursed reduction in railroad tax value subject to the $5.40 basic school levy. Beyond fiscal year 2017, the property tax reduction will increase in proportion to the growth in the assessed value of C. Slash I slash rail property. The negative fiscal impact on local government will grow as the state general fund for property tax replacement is capped at the fiscal year 2017 level, while the tax reduction for the three classes is expected to expand through statewide growth in C slash I slash rail assessed value. The state general fund property tax reimbursement appropriation will remain at the fiscal year 2017 level. There will be minor increases each year in the state general fund appropriation for School aid as the tax reduction for C I Rail property is expected to increase incrementally each year. Telecommunications property tax exemption. Telecommunications property in Iowa is taxed as utility property under Iowa Code Chapter four hundred thirty three and the assessed valuation determination for this class is not calculated the same as commercial or industrial property. Senate File two hundred and ninety five provides a special property tax partial exemption for telecommunications property. The Act exempted specified percentages of each telecommunications property taxpayer's value in stepped process over two years beginning with AY twenty thirteen. Value up to $20 million, 20% exempt for AY 2013 or fiscal year 2015, and 40% for AY 2014 and after. Value over $20 million and up to $55 million, 17.5% and 30%. Value over $55 million and up to $500 million. 12.5% and 25% and value over $500 million, 10% and 20%. The act did not provide reimbursement from the state general fund for the property tax revenue reduction associated with this change, although the negative impact on school property tax finance is partially offset through the state general fund appropriation for school aid. The Department of Revenue calculated that the new property tax exemption reduced the statewide total taxable value of telecommunications property by the following amounts. Fiscal year 2015, $260.4 million, 15.2% of telecommunications property total value. Fiscal year 2016, $515.1 million, or 30%. And fiscal year 2017, $478.6 million, or 30.6%. Going forward, the value of the exemption to the telecommunications industry will depend on the property value of the companies benefiting From the exemption, fiscal year 2017, fiscal impact of the telecommunications property exemption provision, telecommunications property owners, $14.3 million property tax reduction, non-school local governments, $7.5 million reduction in property tax revenue. Schools, the impact on school district finance is discussed in a separate section later in this document. And state general fund, $2.6 million increase in the school aid appropriation to adjust for the reduction in telecommunications value subject to the $5.40 basic school levy. Beyond fiscal year 2017, the tax reduction for the three property classes will expand or contract with annual positive or negative changes in the assessed value of telecommunications properties. Similarly, the impact on local government revenue and the state general fund appropriation for school aid will increase and decrease with annual changes in the assessed value of telecommunications companies. Multi-residential property class created. Prior to Senate File 295, the residential property classification was generally limited to properties with one or two living quarters. Properties with three or more living quarters and other extended stay properties, such as nursing homes and assisted living facilities, were generally classified as commercial properties. Senate File 295 created a new property classification for qualified human habitation properties beginning AY 2015 to school year 2017. The new classification is called multi-residential. For AY 2015, the multi-residential classification is assigned a rollback of 86.25%. For each assessment year through AY 2021, the rollback is reduced by 3.75 percentage points. For AY 2022 and after, the multi-residential rollback is assigned the residential property class rollback calculated for that assessment year. For AY 2015, the statewide assessed valuation of multi-residential property was $4.9 billion, and of that amount, $4.7 billion was subject to property tax and benefited from the rollback to 86.25%. This rollback benefit reduced the tax value of multi-residential properties by $647.6 million. This reduction in taxed value will continue to grow through AY-2022 when the multi-residential classification becomes permanently tied to the residential rollback. The local government revenue loss associated with the reduction in taxable value is not reimbursed by the state, so this change reduces the tax revenue available to local governments. The negative impact on school property tax revenue is partially offset through the state general fund appropriation for school aid. Fiscal Year 2017 Fiscal Impact on the Multi-Residential Property Class Provision Multi-Residential Property Owners $24.7 Million Property Tax Reduction Non-School Local Governments $14.9 Million Reduction in Property Tax Revenue Schools The impact on school district finance is discussed in a separate section later in this document. And state general fund $3.5 million increase in the school aid appropriation to adjust for the reduction in multi-residential value subject to the $5.40 basic school levy. Agricultural and residential revaluation growth limit reduced to 3%. Since assessment year 1980, the revaluation growth in statewide taxable value of agricultural and residential property computed separately has been limited to no more than 4% per year. This limitation has produced a significant rollback for residential property for all years and a significant rollback for agricultural property in selected years. The Act reduced the 4% limitation to 3% for A.Y. 2013 and after. This change results in a lower rollback percentage for A.Y. 2013 and after, and the direct result is a reduction in taxes owed on residential and agricultural property and reduced local government revenue. Since the tax value available to local schools is a factor in determining the amount of state general fund support a school district receives, an additional result of the revaluation growth change from 4% to 3% is a larger state general fund appropriation for school aid than would be the case without the change. With the assessments for AY 2015, the reduction in the percent of allowed growth due to revaluation has been in place For three assessment years. The lower revaluation limit has resulted in a $2.4 billion reduction in tax value below what it would have otherwise been for residential property and $0.9 billion for agricultural property. The taxed value reduction across the two property classes is 2.94% and will add approximately 1.0 percentage points to the tax value reduction each assessment year. This will occur every year that the agricultural rollback remains below 100%. For assessment years for which the agricultural rollback is 100%, this provision will not add to the tax value reduction until the agricultural rollback once again falls below 100%. Fiscal year 2017, fiscal impact on agricultural and residential property tax limitation provision. Residential property owners, $84.5 million property tax reduction. Agricultural property owners, $23.2 million property tax reduction. Non-school local governments, $59.4 million reduction in property tax revenue. Schools, the impact on school district finance is discussed in a separate section Later in this document, State General Fund, $18.1 million increase in the school aid appropriation to adjust for the reduction in residential and agricultural value subject to the $5.40 basic school levy. Actual and potential impact on property tax rates. School property tax rates. The preceding descriptions of each of the five property tax reduction provisions of Senate File 295 provide calculated dollar amounts for the tax reduction for each impacted property class. The tax reduction amounts are calculated by comparing the taxes owed by the owners of properties in each class under current law to the amount that would be owed under the previous law with the assumption that all local government tax rates would be the same under the new law versus the previous law. However, the financing of each Iowa public schools is in part limited not by tax rates but by total revenue raised. Each year, the legislature establishes the per-pupil funding limit for all schools and the state school aid formula distributes the financial implications of that per-pupil funding amount between the local taxpayer property tax and the state general fund. What this means for the school property tax system is that when new tax exemptions are created every school's property tax rate gets established at a higher rate than it would have been without the new property tax exemption. For the majority of school finance exemptions do not decrease overall school taxes paid because school tax rates directly increase to compensate for the lower tax base. Through action of the state school aid formula, a portion of the impact of new property tax exemptions is a true property tax reduction. The formula dictates that all taxed property in the state is subject to a $5.40 per $1,000 basic levy. The revenue generated by this basic levy is used in calculating the amount of revenue each school district receives from the state general fund. Any state law change that creates a new exemption reduces the amount raised by the $5.40 basic levy and at the same time directly increases the the state general fund commitment to school finance by a compensating amount. The calculated revenue reduction for school finance across all provisions of Senate File 295 totaled $67.4 million for fiscal year 2017. Of that amount, approximately $44.9 million, or two-thirds, is controlled by the school aid formula and considered a direct impact for this analysis. To compensate for this revenue reduction the school aid formula functions to increase state general fund school aid by 25.1 million dollars and increase school property tax rates by an amount sufficient to replace the remaining amount 19.8 million dollars. The remainder of the 67.4 million dollar revenue decrease 22.5 million dollars is outside the school aid formula and may or may not be replaced higher school property tax rates. This $22.5 million is considered a potential impact. If school boards in response to lower taxable values due to the new property tax value exemptions established higher fiscal year 2017 property tax rates than they would have otherwise, some of the potential $22.5 million property tax reduction would not in fact occur. Non-school property tax rates. Non-school local governments include cities, counties, community colleges, assessors, agricultural extension, and special purpose entities with property tax authorities such as hospitals and townships. These entities establish their property tax rates each year based on the revenue needs of the entity and their willingness and ability to establish a specified property tax rate. In many instances, state law establishes a maximum rate the entity may set for a specific purpose. However, for most levels of local government, additional authority is available to exceed the maximum rate for specified purposes or time frames. Cities are allowed a rate of no more than $8.10 per $1,000 for general purposes and counties are allowed a general purpose rate of no more than $3.50 per $1,000 in urban areas and $7.45 per $1,000 in rural areas. However, the special purposes additional levies allow many cities and counties to exceed the basic purpose levy rates. For fiscal year 2017, the statewide average city property tax rate was $13.85 per $1,000 while the statewide average county rates were $6.39 and $9.52 per $1,000 for urban and rural areas respectively. These average tax rates indicate that local governments have flexibility in establishing property tax rates in excess of defined general purpose maximum rates. The tax reductions cited in the earlier sections of this issue review assume that the unreimbursed exemptions created in the Act did not impact any non-school local government's property tax rate. This assumption results in the maximum calculated tax reduction for non-school local governments of $84.7 million for fiscal year 2017. This $84.7 million reduction is considered a potential impact. If local government governing bodies in response to lower taxable values due to the new property value exemptions established higher fiscal year 2017 property tax rates than they would have otherwise, then some of the $84.7 million property tax reduction would not, in fact, occur. Fiscal Year 2017 Revenue Implications for Local Governments For fiscal year 2017, the various property tax provisions of Senate file 295 reduced overall local government revenue by as much as $107.2 million or $22.5 million for schools and $84.7 million for non-school local governments. This calculation accounts for the reduction in property taxes paid by taxpayers and the increased revenue received from the state general fund to offset some of the property tax reduction. The $107.2 million represents approximately 1.9% of the property tax revenue the local governments would have received for fiscal year 2017 without the changes made by Senate 295. If, in response to the lower tax base, some local governments set property tax rates higher for fiscal year 2017 than they otherwise would have, some of the $107.2 million revenue reduction would not materialize, and in turn, some of the property tax reduction calculated for property taxpayers would also not materialize. Fiscal Year 2017 Implications for Property Taxpayers For Fiscal Year 2017, the various property tax provisions of Senate File 295 reduced property taxes owed by property taxpayers by as much as $408.3 million, while a majority of this potential reduction, $302.3 million, is direct and certain, as the reduction is due to increased payments from the state general fund to the property tax and school finance systems, the remainder, up to $106 million, is the result of potential impacts on local government tax revenue. This potential impact may not occur in total if some local governments set higher property tax rates in response to the lower available tax value. For fiscal year 2017, the various property tax provisions of Senate File 295, Increased state general fund appropriations to the property tax and school finance systems by a combined $302.3 million. Implications beyond fiscal year 2017. Three provisions of the Act will continue to reduce the growth in statewide taxable value. Those provisions include the residential and agricultural revaluation growth limit lowered from 4% to 3%. This will limit the growth in taxable value for those two property classes in any year for which the agricultural rollback is less than 100%. For properties in the two classes, it means lower taxable values than would be the case under a 4% limitation. For local governments, it means lower revenue or higher tax rates, and for the state general fund, it means a higher annual appropriation for school aid, as there will be less value subject to the $5.40 basic levy. The continued rollback reduction for multi-residential property until it equals the residential rollback. This provision will reduce The taxable value of multi-residential property by 3.75 percentage points each year through fiscal year 2021. For multi-residential property taxpayers, this means lower tax values. For local governments, it means lower revenue or higher tax rates, and for the state general fund, it means a higher annual appropriation for school aid as there will be less value subject to the $5.40 basic levy and the conversion of the commercial and industrial rollback reimbursement to a standing limited appropriation beginning with fiscal year 2018. This means that any taxable value growth for those two classes will result in a prorated reimbursement to the property tax system and all local governments will receive less than 100% of the revenue reduction. This will not directly impact commercial and industrial property taxpayers. For local governments, it means lower revenue or higher tax rates, and for the state general fund, it means a higher annual appropriation for school aid. The staff contact for this issue review is Jeff Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-4614. To view all charts, graphs, forms, and other text documents, please go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov and open the LSA Publications tab at the top. Click on Fiscal Analysis on the left. Then under Fiscal Publications, click on Issue Reviews for Property Tax System Modifications, Senate File 295.